Hey everybody, welcome to the X Button Podcast. You made it after a full week of video game content and you made it after a full week of work and slogging through your job and uh, doing your responsibilities. It's a freaking weekend. It's time to have some fun. Um, as, as a wise woman once said, it's Friday. It's Friday. You, you gotta get down on Friday. I almost fucked up the lyrics. It's, uh, written by a third grader and almost messed up the lyrics, but it's all good. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody had a great week. I know this week has been flying by, you know how that goes. Um, this week has really gone by fast. Uh, we are already on the release of, I don't know, three massive games coming out today. Kirby and the Forgotten Land, um, Ghostwire Tokyo, and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, baby, which I'm copping. Definitely playing after work today. What am I doing today? I'm playing that after work today. So if you want to catch me in the Wonderlands, I mean, you know the vibes. First of all, you know the vibes. Second of all, um, you know, just add me. I don't know. There's ways to find my my gamer tag or whatever it's called. It's all over my Instagram, mystic.maddox. I wonder what my PlayStation name is. Hmm. You get to see all my platinums if you go check out my profile. Um, if you didn't know, yeah, I have an Instagram. It's mystic.maddox. If you uh, want to follow me on Twitter, it's maddoxmystic. And uh, yes, I'm creative. That's why my names are so interesting and creative. Yes, I agree. Uh, if you want to know the origin of the mystic thing, you can check out like 300 episodes ago it was somewhere back there i don't know uh i hope everybody is doing well i think i've already said that and let's just get right into it i don't know how long this episode is going to be uh and i say that all the time even even the ones where i'm like we got a short episode today it always ends up going like 25 minutes so we'll see um and it always goes by slower when i'm like looking at the recording software and it's just like tick tock tick tock um, so what have I been playing? I've been playing Elden Ring, of course. You know, you're you're like, I know you're like, hey, hey, Jordan. And I'm like, what? And you're like, you already got the platinum on that game. What are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm an idiot and I need two platinums because I'm a slut for trophies. And did I already fuck up my new, uh, ga- uh what do you call it? Uh, fucking playthrough? Yes, I did. I already messed it up, even though I cheesed the shit out of it. I told you it's going to be a cheese pastrami. It's going to be uh, a cheese, a bacon and cheese sandwich. It's going to be all kinds of cheese in there. It's going to be a double cheese pizza with no toppings, no crust. The crust is going to be made out of cheese crust. That's how fucking cheesy it is. And I decide for some freaking reason... To go to the end of Fia's storyline, questline, whatever. Which isn't hard to get to, I will say that. I, you do have to fight the first three bosses again. That's going to be fun. Um, but I, after you knock those out, you just go underground into knock, And then you, uh, I think it's knock, And then you go to this area called Deep Root Depths. And then you go uh, do the thing. But when you meet her, she's like, the first thing is like, uh, I deserve... I deserve to be killed. These are spoilers for Elden Ring. I deserve to be killed. Um, please kill me. Uh, do what you must or whatever. Or it gives you the option to hug her. And of course, I always got the hugs my first playthrough. That's all I did. Even not knowing that was the end of the quest, I was just like, I got to hug her one last time before I gat up this chick. And then what happens? This time I'm like, I never beat her up this time. I just got to hug. Uh, then... Uh, to, to progress the storyline, you have to take the hug. You have to take the freaking hug. 
and I decide this time I'm going to beat her ass. So I hit her with my two ruins greatsword. Yes, I said that. I have two. And they're both level 10. I'm level 196. I am a goddamn tank in this playthrough. And you don't even know. Don't try to PvP me. I'm a monster in that game right now. Uh, I say that while I also got invaded and got two shot by a magic user. So that's fine. But also, you know, I'm dual wielding weapons. I wasn't ready for him. He came around the corner. It was cold that night. You get the vibes. I just wasn't ready for him. Um, but basically, I beat her ass. And what happens is you kill her. She's like, I deserve this. And then she fades away. And that's the end of the quest line. Or you can give her a hug like the good old days. And she'll be like, do one last favor for me or whatever. And you got to, you know, continue. And then it'll lead to a boss fight, brother. And what does that mean? That's the boss fight I need. It's one of the trophies. Yeah, brother. So that means I got to fight, I don't know, Margit over again. I got to fight Godric over again. I got to fight Renala over again. I got to fight Radon over again. Then I got to go underground to knock. Then I got to maybe fight the dragon kin. Then I got to go find deep red dupes. Then I got to deep red dupes. Him. Then I got to find Fia and fucking fight the lich dragon. Ooh. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty pissed about that, dude. I'm not going to lie. That, that really pisses me off. Cause I was like, I'm just going to one shot this playthrough. No, no problem. And what happens? First thing I do mess up a storyline. Great. Love that. Uh, and I'm like getting near the end of my playthrough. I've killed majority of the bosses. There are a couple I need to get left, but a uh, majority of them are getting got right now. I still got to go to the Halleck tree. I still got to fight some of the later, uh, the end game bosses. And, um, you know, it's just ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. But my problems are neither here. Hmm. I don't know. Or there. Nor there. Hmm. Anyways. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I'm sorry. I'm losing my mind. It's Friday. I'm just excited. Uh, I've been waiting all week for this day. Then, what else? Um, I've had a real earning for some reason to hop back in. And this is going to sound weird. Do you guys remember the live action uh, TMNT movies? Back in the 90s. I think it came out like 90. And it was like the live action TMNT. You know, you had your Roth. You had your, your Leo. You had your Michelangelo. You had your Donatello. They were just chilling there. And then, you know, obviously cheesy things happened. It was it was an old movie. Um, but it's so bad it's good, and it's also not that bad, and it's also not that good. But it's still, like, I don't know. It's a classic, man. It's one of those easily forgotten classics. And, of course, my nerdy ass was, like, looking at collectibles and stuff because there's this thing out through NECA where they have these super accurate statue figure things and they are like oh they look so fucking good and it is the cast it's all four of the turtles it comes with like a pizza box uh it comes with the pizzas it comes with all the weapons it comes and it looks like screen accurate like even every little detail of each turtle is different and like just like the movie and oh my god it made my child like heart sore and i want that so bad um, but in doing so, I was like, I really need to rewatch those. And that's what I'm planning on doing this weekend. So if you want to find me, catch me at home watching TMNT because that's where I'll be at. Um, <clears throat> I also need to maybe watch Batman at some point because there is a deleted scene. I'm not going to talk about it. That spoils a major character. I'm not going to talk about it. And uh, yeah, I still haven't seen the movie. So if you've seen it, you've seen it. If you haven't, you haven't. Um, but I did see it and it is amazing. And... 
Uh, it's a deleted scene, so it's not in the movie uh, yet. I'm still not going to spoil it, so no worries. Uh, but it makes me wonder, um, should I watch the movie? So that may be happening. Also, uh, Jackass is on Paramount+, Plus, which I might want to rewatch that and... Uh, yeah, just chill and watch that. I don't know. It's going to be a weird weekend. I really just want to order pizza and watch TMNT uh, and just chill. Finish up my Elden Ring playthrough, hit up some tiny Tina's and just fucking chill. Have this fun little weekend. What's that? What are you asking? Yes, of course. I am still doing my yearly goal. This year's goal is to just get in the gym be more active, be more healthy. And, uh, I've been doing so I hit the gym two day, two days out of this week so far. Um, I was going to go Wednesday or no, I, I purposely took off Wednesday, Thursday, something came up and I should be either working out today or tomorrow. Um, if not, definitely on Sunday. Uh, I typically always work out on Sunday and yeah, that's, you know, that's just been going. So if you have a goal or a dream, if you have a dream, uh, if you have a goal at all that you set this year at the beginning of the year, don't hesitate, man. Keep it up. Keep it going. This is this train is not stopping. I'm here to motivate you. If you have something you've been working on, keep working on it. If you fell off of that shit, hop back on. There's nothing stopping you. Monday's a new day. Today's a new day. Saturday's a new day. Every day's a new day. And it, nothing is stopping you from starting back up on your goal. So I appreciate, you know, everybody sticking to their goals and at least attempting to try something new this year. Uh, that's been my main goal is to inspire, to get people to better themselves. And, uh, obviously I'm doing it with you guys. So, uh, once I fall off, then feel free to do whatever the hell you want. But right now I'm not falling off and I don't plan on falling off and I want you guys to do the same. So keep it up guys. Also, uh, there is no also, that is the end of the intro. 10 minutes of intro. Woo. Um, so let's get into today's episode. There's all kinds of shit to cover and, uh, some interesting, some, okay. Okay. Um, starting with the dying light Two. um, this is, uh, from game informer. What's next for dying light Two? an interview with its lead game designer where they interviewed, uh, I don't know their lead game designer. Uh, which their name is Smick. Sorry, I cannot pronounce it. Smictala. Oh my god, it's got like a little line through it. What the hell? Smictala. 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 Timon. We're calling Timon. Timon Smictala. Um, he is a director or a game designer. Sorry, of uh, Dying Light Two, which was that game that came out a couple months ago or weeks ago, whatever. Uh, that, uh, you know, I personally, I forgot what we left the, the score on for this podcast. If you are new here, Dying Light 2 started off at a solid seven on the podcast. And then after thinking about it, the podcast I did after that, it dropped down to a six and this trend continued. The more I got mad thinking about how that game just dropped the ball, it, I think it stopped at like a three. So it's currently at a three out of ten on on the X button podcast. I'm not gonna lie, we're not too happy about it, but uh, there is an interesting little tidbit about their DLC that I want to cover. If I can find the article, here it is. Uh, according to Ryan Dinsdale on IGN, Dying Light's two first story expansion won't add anything beyond the game's ending, and will take place sideways to the main events. Um, so parallel with what you're basically playing in the story, it's going to be taking place at the same time. 
and not after the ending. So you're not getting any more closure to what happens at the end. And I honestly am curious to see if any of you guys are still playing this game. Nothing against Techland, nothing against Dying Light 2, but Dying Light 2 was horrible. Now, Dying Light 2 was okay. I think it did a lot of good things, but if you want to if you want to check out more of what I fully thought about it, I did a review on it and bashed what I didn't like, praised what I liked. And I think overall it just didn't do enough to like change the formula and it was just more of the same in a negative way. Um, if anything, it was the same game as the first game, but stretched out bigger. And it just made it to where, uh, most of the mechanics you're running into are like paper thin in terms of content. And it is just not fun. It's a lot, a lot of repetitive stuff too. And the skill tree didn't really matter after a while. I'm basically summing up the whole episode. So go check that out. Um, but basically the first DLC, I, I figured I'd cover that first DLC is not going to be after the game's ending, which is a interesting choice because most games want to expand their story. Dying Light 2 wants to be different and add it to the hundreds of hours of gameplay it requires to 100% it. Uh, that is right smack dab in the middle of this game. So they're basically adding more to the middle. And it's just like, you already have a lot. So why add more? Why not expand the ending or do a prequel? Why does it have to be right where? Because this might as well just be more side missions. Just another side mission. Who's going to buy that? Is it going to be is it gonna be paid? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I just wanted to cover that because I just thought it was interesting that it's very unorthodox how they release stuff. It's very unorthodox how they develop that game. And obviously the promise that they made at the E3s before did not happen in that game. So it's not the same thing where like you can miss out on full content if you make a wrong decision. Decisions don't matter in that game at all. And uh, I think they retconned that without telling anybody. And uh, yeah, Dying Light 2 is a piece of work made by talented designers. Um, uh, to the, well, we'll save that for the end, I guess. The Ascent is out on PlayStation 5 and PS4 today. So if you are interested in that, it is out. It does cost money. It's not part of Game Pass because Game Pass isn't on PlayStation 4 or 5. It is available on Game Pass for the Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, and the PC if you wanted to play it a little bit cheaper or at least try it before you bought it on PS3 or PS4. PS3, what the hell? PS4 or PS5. Um, I overall didn't really like the game. I made it pretty far uh, with the boys. I fell off, though, and then after I fell off, it seemed like everyone else was like starting to fall off in the later half of the game, and it just felt like, I don't know, it, it felt like it wasn't um, fun to progress in that game, and I, I really can't explain it. I, I think I actually did explain it in a review for that game, uh, but it is currently sitting at a 68 uh, on Metacritic and a 7.9 user score, so it seems like the users liked it more than the critics. Uh, however, the critics and the user score are both below an 8, and, um, well, that's not a bad thing. I mean, obviously, Tantina got an 8. The user score for this is at a 7.9, so go figure. But the meta score being at a 68 is is a, a strong indicator. The fact that there are 19 mixed reviews and 14 positive reviews on the critic side is a strong indicator that this game is a little bit flawed. It might not be the perfect running. It might not be the perfect designed or uh, the best designed game out there, but... Um, I think it's a fun experience if you just want to play around with some co-op, but uh, obviously paying a price, uh, a price bigger than $15 a month just to try it out on the Xbox Series X, PC, or Series S, you run into that idea of buying a game for PS4 or PS5 that you might 
feel remorseful about after purchasing, which might be an issue. So if you are at all interested in the Ascent, then I would recommend trying it on these other platforms. Just give it a test run, see if you like it. And if you're fully committed and you want to get some trophies and you want to enjoy it on the PlayStation platform, go ahead and buy it. Um, actually, I want to look up the price if I can. PS5 price. Because that would be interesting. Uh, looks like it's on there. Okay, okay. $30. Um, it's not the worst price. Uh, this, is in, this is in US, of course. Um, definitely not the worst price. You do get the PS4 version as well, which is good if you're a trophy hunter. Otherwise, I don't really see where you would use it. Or if you have a PS4 and you want to upgrade to a PS5, it's there. Uh, overall, 30 might be the most I'd probably pay for it. Um, the experience is not that... Like, after a while, you will get kind of bored. After Like, the overall loop and the grind of the game isn't really the, the most fun and the most thought out. So, just expect that if you do jump into the Ascent. And that's all I have to say about that. It's $30. There you go. There you go. Enjoy. Uh, I will actually cut to the movie one now. Uh, it seems like they're adding Nova into the MCU at some point. Um, this is coming from uh, Deadline. Uh, written by Justin Kroll. Uh, exclusive Richard Ryder, a.k.a. Nova, looks to be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe as sources tell Deadline that Marvel is developing a Nova project with Moon Knight scribe Sabir Perzada on board to write. It is unknown... It is unknown for now whether this will be developed as a feature film or a limited series for Disney+. Plus. As always, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige will produce. Um, Nova's pretty interesting. I, th- I think it's going to be a cool addition. I feel like he'd probably be better suited for a movie because he has like the Nova Corps, which is an intergalactic police force, and like there's all kinds of stuff. Um, oh, they actually give a... They actually give a tidbit here. Nova first appeared in the 1976 issue of Super Adventures, uh, was a member of the Intergalactic Police Force known as the Nova Corps, for which he gained superhuman abilities including enhanced strength, flight, and resistance to injury. While the character didn't have many run-ins with some of the main figures of the current or past MCU, he did have some battles with the Skrulls, who have big parts in recent and upcoming Marvel projects including Captain Marvel and the limited series Secret Invasion. As for Prezada, like so many scribes who land a high-profile Marvel project to develop, he came up through the writer, or the studio's writer community, most recently helping in the writer writers' room for Moon Knight series that per, uh, premiere. Oh my God, that premieres on March 30 on Disney Plus. Um, so yeah, I just thought it was interesting. You know, Nova. Uh, one of the there are many characters left in like the MCU that they haven't really touched on, and uh, could be cool to see him live action. Could be cool. Uh, but yeah, like with the police force, it would have to be something bigger, right? But then again, they did the, the whole, um, what is it? The time variance patrol police, whatever in Loki. And that was like a pretty big force too. So, uh, I'd assume the Nova Corps are more important though. Uh, could be a, this could be something they implement into the entire like next phase or the phase after. I'm not sure. And the last bit is a funny little story I read from molly taylor on pc gamer strangers of paradise final fantasy origins which is the souls like game um made by oh fuck what are they made by uh ninja theory it's not ninja theory right ninja theory neo creators of neo um team ninja there we go and koi tecmo uh they basically made a supposed to be a souls like final fantasy game called final fantasy origins stranger of paradise however 
it is not really a Souls game. Just let you know, it doesn't really play that like it at all. Um, it's more of like a hack and slash game. Anyways, uh, the story: Final Fantasy Origins Luscious Hair is ruining the game. Those step, those step it, the step it Um, let's see. Uh, it's uh, this is according to the article. It's one of the most in, uh, visually inconsistent games I've played in a hot sec. One minute the game looks rather pretty, and then suddenly it's like I'm being forced to play the game while my eyeballs, my, oh, well, my, while while my eyeballs are slathered in Vaseline. When the game dares to look anything close to a 2022 release, the performance stutters dramatically. People far smarter than me have been delving into why, and as to be expected, it's because a ton of models in the game are horribly optimized for performance. So what's one of the best solutions to ensure smooth performance in the game right now? Grab the clippers and make them all bald. Yes, really. Um, as Twitter user Akira JKR1 has discovered, hair and fur turned Strangers of Paradise into a PowerPoint presentation. Um, that is not good. Let me see if I can actually kill chaos. Let me see if I can see if the article is on ear. Um, so basically, it's sounding like it it runs so shitty. Okay. Okay, it's showing the game running pretty well. He has no hair. God, this game looks like shit. This game looks like poopy. This game looks like a bunch of poopy. Okay, is this just the whole... Okay, it's just a whole cutscene of a bald character, and it's running great. So... Interesting story. Uh, not many stories. You get to hear things like this. Uh, comical, uh, to say the least, of course. But it makes sense. Uh, rendering hair does use a lot of utilities or uh, assets, resources in video games. And the fact that a 2022 game on the modern consoles is struggling in this regard and on modern PC tech is struggling in this regard is kind of baffling, uh, to say the least. But at the same time, who knows how long they developed this game? I'm not sure, but yeah, if you just a heads up, I guess if you play Strangers of Paradise, if any of you guys do, email the podcast. Let me know. Uh, but if you guys play this game, go bald, shave the hair, save yourself some time and frustration, and just you know let that thing fly, let that thing shine in the sunlight of that 1080p or 720p goodness. Okay. Uh, anyways. It is Friday, and on that note, I'm going to leave you guys with this. Tiny Teens Wonderland's out. Ghostwire Tokyo's out. Kirby's out. So if you guys need something to play, there are things to play today. Thank goodness. Um, these things are available, Switch, PS5, and all consoles for Tiny Tina's. So go have some fun this weekend. Uh, show some people new that haven't played games what a game is. Say, hey, have you have you seen this? Do you know what controllers are? Have you ever played a phone game? Uh, and just have fun, man. Have a good weekend. I will be back on Monday for some more video game content. And I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys being here. And I'll see you then. Later, guys.